0: All right, we have a very special guest tonight here on Below the Belt Show, actress extraordinaire, Olaniki Adelie. <laughs> Olaniki, it's good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Thanks for having me. First of all, uh, we I saw She Never Died, Ooh! and my goodness, what a film! Uh, the whole America gets to see it on November fifteenth on Tubi TV. I was lucky enough to get a sneak peek. Wow, a horror comedy like no other. <laughs> I've never seen quite anything like it. Um, your uh, character of Lacey has immortality, is a cannibal, mm-hmm. has hu- su- superhuman strength and agility and, and and pretty much kicks everybody's ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, tell us about, about getting prepared for this role. Um, I mean, it, there's a lot of great fight sequences, fight uh, action scenes in this film. And of course, the character of Lacey herself is just, I can't, it's such an enigma.
1: Yeah, she's an interesting cat, isn't she? She's yes. just, you, you can't peg her, you just, you can't figure her out. Um, um But yeah, in preparation, I mean, physically, um, I'm always in preparation, really. Um, You know, I tend to be quite healthy and and athletic. And um, so um, doing like martial arts and anything, Kung Fu, Jiu-Jitsu or or boxing, um, that's usually a part of my workout regimen anyway. So um, to take on the stunts and, and so on. It wasn't that far reach, and also because of dance, like I was able to really accomplish quite a bit with the action scenes, and and I am pretty strong. I am I'm not so I'm not so
0: bad in the tough department. <laughs> all right, it definitely definitely showed. Yes. Um. What about getting to the character Lacey? I mean. Yes. Well, Lacey. Um.
1: Um. First of all, I I wanted to bring to her. An element of stillness at all times, right? The stillness is so still, um, very animal-like. So, like, I brought a lot of uh, like, like jungle cats that just kind of sit, you know, and watch and observe. Um, I wanted her to have that element be- because when she is on the other side of that spectrum, when she is in action and killing mode, it's quite ferocious. Um, and so, and, and just like you never know when it comes to like a cat or whatnot, you never know when they're going to just, right?
0: Yeah, right.
1: Right. So um, that's what I wanted to um, build her base on that kind of animal. So she operates in that, in that animal of just observing and watching, but also um, when it came to, yeah, just the, being just observant, being very observant and still. Um, being uh, like, I also like observed sh- uh, as well, people, homeless people, I live in Toronto. There's a lot of homeless people on the street, um, and what they do in their day, you know, uh, and yeah, there's a lot of sleeping involved. And also even when they're sleeping there, there is a sense of protection that's around them. Um, you, you know, because they don't know who can hurt them while they're sleeping. So it's all those little nuances, um, to try and create her, um, as well as bringing my own life into it. Of okay, so i um, What am I do? What do what, what do I need to redeem? Like you know, with the the whole aspect of trying to redeem yourself from something. Because she is. She spends her time with mortals. She's immortal. She can't die. Her punishment is to be on the earth with other people that can't that can die and move on with life. And she cannot. So this. Um, she's trying to figure out how to get out of this loop that she's in, and then she meets these characters and we start the transition of how
0: she's possibly gonna redeem herself. I'm curious on the backstory. Oh. How, how, how does Lacey a painter, abilities?
1: Well, I mean, if you know, the, sto- um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the story of Lilith, which is, um, she's, the Lilith is, it was, was, was supposed to be the wife that Adam had before Eve. Ah. <laughs> right. Okay. And she's so defiant with um, wanting a man to lead and wanting to be equal to Adam um, and wanting to, you know, express her own thoughts and desires and what she wants to do. Supposedly, she was banished for that.
0: Oh wow!
1: Right. That's why she Lilith is also um, a symbol. It, it, for fem- for feminism in a lot of different groupings they would they would um refer to lilith because she is like that first feminist uh, so that is that is usually the lilith backstory so with with lacy um without giving too much away she had done a really terrible thing in her in a past life and that had caused her to now have to live in a life of eternity and it's this eternal loop um, but, yeah, I don't know what else I can possibly say to that without giving too much away. Um, but, yeah, like, she's really in a, a really um, heavy, heavy, heavy place of guilt and remorse.
0: Yes, uh, certainly so. And, and Lacey's uh, very loyal to the people that you befriended, or I guess the befriended as the... Best word, and um, you're very, uh, very cannibalistic to those that weren't on your side. Yeah, that's for sure. So,
1: and that's the fun part, right? Because she's also an unlikely hero, right? Um, right. As much as as scary as she can be, um, and interesting, or just um, um, removed as she can be. You want you're rooting for her. You want to get to know her. You want her to kind of be your friend, but don't want to get too close to be harmed. But there's something about her that makes the audience want her to win.
0: Yes, I sp- certainly felt that when watching uh, the film. Uh, talk to us about shooting this film in Toronto, and this is your hometown. Uh, Toronto yes. is pretty much the Hollywood North, right? Yes, uh, it a lot is. Of people are calling that. Oh, also Vancouver, British Columbia, but yeah um, they, they say between b c and Toronto, would you certainly agree with that 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 yeah, not...
1: yeah i mean it's it's wonderful always to shoot at home, you know yeah. um, yeah, that's always it's it's wonderful. I mean, for me, too, like I, I also love shooting on location in different parts of the world. That's also quite extraordinary because, I mean, you get to travel and you get to see how people live in different parts of the world. But Toronto is very special, of course, because I'm I'm from here and I also shoot another TV series here called Working Moms. And so yeah. it gives you those elements, right, of like what our city has to offer
0: so it's always yeah yeah well cool i guess we could quickly pivot to the the working mom because i did watch the pilot yeah and right away i'm 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 treated to a topless scene in, in the <laughs> opening pilot so that really got my attention it's
1: hilarious
0: <laughs> but you also play a, mo- a mom a mom a young mom to a young uh, baby and uh i also saw a sneak peek of your episode uh on your reel as well when you were in bed with uh one of the the working moms
1: (laughs) i am a lesbian (laughs) and i enjoy every moment of of playing one so Uh, wonderful because i mean it's you know that's what is wonderful about working moms too right she brings in different different kinds of moms right that are just trying to balance a home life family life and a career and um and that all sorts of women um have to have to battle what it is to be a mom because i mean it's the hardest job in life it really is it's the hardest job and the um, society holds us accountable for that too unfairly i think um so here's a show that shows you know the inner workings of what it's like to be a mom and also uh, it's playful it's it's comedy so everybody well not everybody but moms can really relate and and then take a good laugh at themselves by seeing themselves on on screen right so Yeah. yeah like it's 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 such a really good show to show everyone what it is to be a mom and to just make fun of it it's a big cosmic joke and and to relax
0: and it's a f- uh, five seasons on Netflix. So mm-hmm. congrats on the success of uh, Working Moms. Yes, and that's that's like, the, that's like the key number, five, right? I guess so. <laughs> if it goes five <laughs> that's, seasons. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, you're an actual mom yourself, though, right? I saw I your red that... carpet interview on YouTube with your daughter, and she's like a splitting image of you. It's amazing. Oh, my
1: Lord, yes. <laughs> she really <laughs> is. And people usually um, – when she's by herself on the street, there is like, Oh, Niki? And she's like, No, that's my mom. Then they're, they're always enamored of like, is it her? Is it not her? It's very cool, but she doesn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> is she also an actress as well? I mean she dibbles when she wants to, which
0: is okay. awesome.
1: Yeah, but she you know, she goes to university and um she does like architecture and German or uh, her majors and and African studies, so she she's got her whole life and everything that she's got going on, her own wow. business, um, curating black black owned um, beauty brands. So she's quite a busy millennial. One daughter, right? Yes, any, one any, daughter. Any other kids? I have a, I have a stepdaughter as well. Stepdaughter as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, she's five. So we're I'm starting that whole climb again. It's beautiful.
0: Oh no, that's awesome. <laughs> um. So, uh, gosh, you have so much on your IMDb. It's amazing. Um, well, I'm a big comic book geek uh, with, with DC Comics and, and of course, uh, American Gods. That was Neil Gaiman. But Titans oh, on yeah. DC, which is now HBO, on HBO Max. I, I, I watched your episode today, uh, the season two, episode seven, Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. episode. You played Matty. How did you like shooting that episode in a burlesque club?
1: Oh I mean I first of all I love burlesque. Burlesque <laughs> is insanely amazing creative art. It's so beautiful what the body does, the 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 seduction, the playfulness. It's it's the femininity, it's just gorgeous, so I, I mean, I, I love the setting already, because um, I've done, I've not done, but I've, I've watched a lot of burlesque, especially in New York when I used to live there, and so I really appreciate um, burlesque dancers, and what they bring to the art form of dance, and, um, but that was really, it was a lot of fun, everybody was really um, easy to talk to, and be with on set, and um, things rolled through really fast, but it was the what I enjoyed most is just that I was able to take that moment to really dive into the character and do what I wanted to do with it. And, 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 you know, and I remember when Minka Kelly came to me and she was like, Whoa, you are wonderful to watch. Your stillness is incredible. And um, which was so great for her to do for an actress coming onto her show, because I mean, that's, that's what it is. You know, you want to invite other actors to come into your space, to be safe, To be able to do their job. And she was really memorable that day of coming and doing that for me. So
0: wonderful. Mm -hmm. Did you get the chat a lot with uh, Ian Glenn? I did. Mr. Joram Ramont from Game of Thrones.
1: (laughs) And they actually played um, the guitar for us and said as well. So it was really cool to watch him sing and, and play the guitar. It was
0: beautiful. Oh, wow. He must have really loved that particular scene that you're in. Yeah. Um, is there more of your character of Maddie to be seen in Titans? Not yet. I'm not sure. We
1: have no idea. But, uh, I mean, it's open. It's open to bring her back. Um, but, you know, you never know with these things. And it, it's also, it has to do with scheduling and so Because there's all there's so many things to, to, so many projects to still do. And especially with the pandemic, it, it, everything is up in the air of we don't know when what is shooting so um if there's a opportunity to to bring that character back and the schedule allows it absolutely because she's an awesome character to play
0: that is awesome Mm -hmm. let's move on to american gods season three coming in january 2021 Mm -hmm. your shadows mom yeah what can you tell us about the upcoming season three that it is Exhilarating and
1: insanely
0: shock value worthy. Okay, wow. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and you're basically confirmed that you will be a part of season three.
1: Yes, I I do make my appearances because I am his mom. I'm, I'm gonna always be making. He, there's always he always has flashbacks, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So it's always a part of his story. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you met um, Neil Gaiman? Uh, the, author, the author of American Gods and the producer? No, not okay.
1: Oh, He's never been on set at the same time that I've been there.
0: Okay. Yeah. He's such a brilliant writer. Oh, um, my goodness. I've read what a lot that, of his. What
1: he did to Anansi? Woo!
0: Yeah. The Anansi oh. character. Woo. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I, I'm curious what's going on with Orlando Jones now. I know. That whole situation, you know?
1: He's a great writer and he's a great performer. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He'd be fine, you know what I mean? But I, like even just to even have that character in, the, in that series is a huge honor to the Black community. because You know, um, I've grown up with Anansi stories as a child being, you know, in Jamaica where Anansi, it's, it's, Anansi stories are coming from Africa, specifically Ghana. So.
0: Oh, I remember that book as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to
1: see now, like, for it to be playing out on, like, you know, as a character in a show, right? It, what it, what that did for the black community is astronomical.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and of course, wow, the projects projects don't stop. We have Flint Strong. Oh yeah. Uh, along with working with Ice Cube, yeah. Judy Greer. Yes. Yeah. Character is Jackie Shields. What can you tell us about this project?
1: Well, it's uh, Clarissa Shields' um, story, the boxer. Um, her come up and and her training and trying to win the Olympics, and then this is the first time the Olympics is the first time the Olympics had ever been a part of, or sorry, the first time boxing has ever been a part of the Olympics. And uh, she aims to win the gold for America, and, but also she aims to get her family out of Flint, Michigan, because it's, it's a, you know, she lives in an impoverished area and it's tearing her family apart. And I play her mom who has a lot of issues with, um, with alcohol and drug abuse. So uh, Clarissa's aim is always to try and get her family out of the hood. Um, and save them and she goes and she does win the gold medal and everything but it 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 quickly shows you what it is when a athlete wins and who is the most desired for sponsorships and she finds out that she doesn't get any sponsorships and she still needs to help pay like she needs to figure out how to feed her family and and pay bills and it's just still a struggle and then she has to go back in to win the Olympics again in order for them to take note that she's a serious athlete that deserves sponsorship. So it's a real good coming of age story. And uh, nice. Ryan Destiny plays uh, Clemissa Shields and Ice Cube plays Jason, her her trainer. And so we already started filming in March, but then we had to stop because of, of the pandemic. So we're still waiting to go back to finish it. And of course we have the incredible Rachel uh, Morrison who is the director. And uh, Barry Jenkins, Jen- Jenkins, who's the producer? So, um, it it it's a it good should team. should do great, great, great things when it comes out.
0: Did you share any uh, scenes with Ice Cube or Judy Greer?
1: Um, I can't say yet.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's <good. Believe> <laughs> completely. You could say how cool Ice Cube was. I mean,
1: oh my God, he is. <laughs> I mean, it's the first thing I told him. It was because I mean he, he Boys in the Hood is the reason why I got into the whole game in the first place. Because really? I saw, Yeah, that was the movie that changed my life to let me that confirmed to me that this is what I wanted to do. Boys um, oh, in the
0: Hood, wow. Boys in the Hood is my
1: favorite movie of all time. And so that inspired um, to act. It did. It did. Because I had, I'd only known really my own existence as a teenager and like, you know, coming from a Caribbean home and being Canadian, I had no idea about the American experience, the black American experience. And so, um, the nineties really brought a lot of films like that. And boys in the hood was like, like, it was a major, major deal at that time, showcasing, um, you know, in uh, marginalized black, black people. And so, yeah, when I had the opportunity, when when we were speaking, I was like, I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna pass this up. Like, you're the reason why I'm sitting here right now, and that means that I've done all the right things to be here, and I'm honored. And he was like, Yo, that's dope. And I go, And to top, my daughter when she was in high school, when I was showing her all the hip hop from the '90s, you're the one she like held on to, and that you're, you're her favorite rapper. So I thought that was really, really cool. And uh, yeah, he was like, yo, know, he's, he's telling the story about like when Boys in the Hood, when that dropped, and then they went to cons and it's like these little guys from the hood and they're doing all this stuff all over the world. I
0: know, and, it's wild. He,
1: yo, this is awesome. And then he's like, and then the next movie, I was like, yeah, we got to do the same thing, right? And it didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, it didn't happen. And so he's like, you know, but he goes, but this film, this going to cons. <laughs>
0: oh snap very cool
1: like
0: wow
1: let's go let's get a movie you know
0: so um where are you shooting flint strong and what when do you resume production
1: um been shooting in detroit and in um toronto okay good yeah toronto
0: yeah
1: which is great
0: yeah so you've been back to set since the pandemic uh how how would you say things have changed with all the new protocols in place with
1: um well yeah there's been a lot of change um distancing and um definitely like temperatures before you go on set we test twice a week for covid and um we also like you know we have the shields and the masks and uh we only remove them when the we're right about to to perform so it's definitely a, a huge change, um, and it makes you focus more on what you've got to accomplish without, you know, all of the distractions from the pandemic and what has to be done. But it's okay; everybody's been very safe, and it's, uh, you know, I don't feel unsafe ever. And um, yeah, we're still lucky that no one has contracted anything yet, and and um, they do they do their best to inform us regularly.
0: Okay. Yeah. Very good. I, I was told you were on set this week, so...
1: Yes, I am this <laughs> week, yeah.
0: Nice. Which exactly. project... Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm never usually worried. I'm not worried, um, because they do such a good job of protecting everybody there, so...
0: Are you allowed to say which project this is, this week?
1: Right now, we're, we're, we're doing Working
0: Moms. on uh, Working Moms? Now, nice. yes. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Five, yeah. Very, mm. very, very nice. Yeah. Let's, let's just pivot back to um, She Never Died. Yes, please. Yes. Um, Director Audrey Cummings. how How is it like working with Audrey? How is her directing style?
1: Well, she's fantastic. Um, she I would call her an actor's director. Very nice. She knows exactly what she wants. Um, she knows how to talk to the actors to pull whatever she needs out of them. She's very patient, a very patient human being. Um, and she is very dedicated to telling the truth of the story, um, and she's also quite loved. She's just, it's like, she's a little girl in a candy <laughs> store, you know, she <laughs> is so joyful on set because she's, it's like, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So like, it, cool. and, um, we're, we, we are the same. We are very silly and, um, and focused at the same time. We got to work together on a film called Darken. That oh. was Matt. Um, when she saw, uh, me, oh, my gosh, you are doing every single thing I do from now on. <laughs> and she wasn't joking. We had a long conversation today. And she's like, "Oh, I've got two projects, one that Tim Roth is like the producer and another one, uh, another like uh, 12 or whatever million dollar movie. Um, and she's like, I already got your characters. So like, hang tight because we have this pack that no matter how big or small the role, yeah. I've got an appearance in everything she does, kind of like a. Tarantino and like Samuel J- Jackson, so.
0: Oh, that's. Uh, that's we're we're cool. buddies
1: for life. Yeah, we're buddies for life.
0: So the fact that you guys worked on another project together that she just approached you, you didn't have to audition.
1: Not for just... no, for Dark, and I did. That's the first time she ever But no met.
0: for the for She Never Died, did you have to audition?
1: She came straight to me because they they brought her on because it was going to be He Never Died, the sequel um like he never died too but like the henry the actor from the first from the first film he had ske- scheduling conflicts so then the production decided to change it to she never died they brought audrey wow. on in and audrey says i'm not doing this without my actress olu so and then she nice. called me, and i was in jamaica at the time on a beach <laughs> literally and she's like olu what are you doing i'm like i'm in jamaica on a beach what's up you know and she's like oh <laughs> but there i got this thing for you and um She's like, I'm not doing it without you. So she pitched to me, I was like, let's do it. Like, I trust you. I trust the projects that you bring forth. And like, you know, it's going to be great to work together again. And that was like, I came back home and it was right into it. And she also was so great about scheduling the film around the other two projects that I was doing at the same time. So I had to do three of them in three different cities. So it was crazy um, to go back and forth to do three different roles and also carrying a whole a whole movie and so all production productions knew that I was doing that so everyone ac- accommodated to know like I had to s- sleep on the on the trans like you know transferring to another set I had to yeah. sleep on the way there morphing into a different character re- like like taking off one character and by the time I get to set then I'm ready to go into the other character but i mean they all accommodated which was wonderful
0: did you feel being the lead of a feature film was a challenge?
1: Um, of course, it's always gonna feel like a challenge because you always feel like mm. you're an imposter. <laughs> you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. we got it all wrong. But I mean, once, you, once we got flowing, uh, mm. it was more fun than anything. I didn't even think about the challenges. It was more like, what are we doing today? Because it was mm. so much fun to do. And we did it in 15 days. Wow,
0: 15 <laughs> yeah. days for an entire feature film. In 15. That is games. amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. So there was no, there was no
0: time off, and even if
1: there was a day off, I was on another set working those days. So there was no days off.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, the the results are there. I, I enjoyed the film. November 15th on Tubi TV, everybody will get to see this amazing horror comedy mm-hmm. um, called "She Never Died," and. Uh, Olunike, wow, thank you so much for oh, being yes. a part of Below the Belt show, and uh, if you could, before we let you go, mm-hmm. let us know who you are, Yeah. For, uh, she Never Died, uh, Working Moms, whatever projects, and let us know that you're on Below the Belt show.
1: Okay, hi, I'm Olunike Adeli, and I am on Below the Belt, and uh, I'm... I'm going to be starring in She Never Died. That's coming to Tubi. Um, That's November 15th. And get on Tubi because it's like Netflix, but free. And uh, yeah, I've done projects like Working Moms, Titans, American Gods. I'll be soon on a project called Flint Strong. And there's another one I cannot even say right now. But that's a, another big Hollywood film as well. So, you know, keep a lookout. I'm here. You can always find me on Twitter and, and Instagram, Olonike Adeli. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys, you know, online and talking to you again.
0: Olonike, you're amazing. And you're so pretty, too, by the way. Oh, wow. thank you. Very lovely. <laughs> thank you so much. That's right, Olonike. Thank you so much for an amazing oh. interview on Below the Belt Show. You have a great night.
1: You too. You too. Have a beautiful, beautiful night. Bye-bye. Bye.